It's time to swarm the 402. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawksmith. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point. But they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled. Corn Huskers, more like Corn Suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go! All right, welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye Oasis located in a Nebraska desert. Now, we are joined today by Philip Robracha, not Flip. A lot of Hawkeye fans call him Flip. I even am guilty of it. I know a lot of us do. Philip, how's it going, man? Um, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. How are you acclimating to Iowa City so far? Coming from North Dakota, you got a really interesting background that we'll we'll dive into here in a little bit. But um, how are you adjusting to Iowa City? What are some things that you've really come to love and enjoy about living there? Uh, for one, the weather. I mean, maybe <laughs> some people might not think it's the greatest. Uh, it's not California or Florida. For for me, coming from North Dakota, you know. Uh, it's a lot warmer here than it is up there. So that's one thing that I've come to appreciate. Uh, <laughs> um, and then just, I know Iowa City is not a bigger city, but I'm used to larger cities. So I like that atmosphere here. You know, there's a place to go out and eat. Uh, and, you know, it's a little bit more modern and that's what I'm kind of more used to. Yeah, Iowa City definitely is a lot of fun. Um, it's by far, I would say, other than Des Moines, one of the most modern cities in Iowa, what's what's maybe like your favorite one or two places to go eat um, or just maybe to go hang out and relax that you've really come to enjoy since moving to Iowa City? Uh, favorite place to eat would probably be Estella's. Estella's, um, okay. Yeah, I, I really like Estella's. Um, their breakfast burritos and uh, just have a special place in my heart, I guess, <laughs> in this okay. short of time that I've been here. Um, another one, I think it's called The Grove. I think I've only been there like once or twice, but, uh, but it's a it's a really cool place, and I went there with my teammates. So it's okay. it's a really, really cool atmosphere over there. So you guys, when you go through Des Moines, I know you guys frequent Baradas in Des Moines quite a bit on the south side, an Italian restaurant. Um, I grew up in Des Moines, um, so that was one of my favorite places. Do you remember stopping by there and having the food there? Uh, may, maybe when we were, I don't remember the, I'm, it's small. 
It's like a small place. They have pictures of you guys all over in the restaurant. So it must be Fran or somebody on the staff that must be like one of their favorite places. But it's really in Des Moines. It's one of the best places for like Italian food. I think when we were were going to Iowa State, I want to say we we stopped by there. But I'm not I'm not sure if that's the place. But if it is, it was it was really good. (laughs) Okay, I it it, I'm sure it was. They always they're posting the pictures like on social media and uh, in the restaurant and everything of you guys coming in. So I was like. I think Fran must be a fan of that place or Sherman or, you know, one of the other coaches on staff. So, uh, Philip, you have, like I said earlier before, just a really, really interesting background. So you were born in Italy and then you grew up in Serbia. Um, tell us a little bit about your background, um, you know, growing, growing up in Serbia and making the transition to the United States, how, how that was. Um, well, I mean, I was born in Italy when my dad played professional basketball in Italy and I was never I never really lived in one place until I would say until I moved back to Serbia. So we moved from Italy to Greece to Detroit to Los Angeles and then back to Italy and then back to Serbia. And so you know, I grew up all around the place, always had to every few years had to make new friends as a kid and uh you know, it was I don't think that's very easy for a kid, you know. Oh, um, but it, it certainly comes with its own uh, uh, own advantages. You know, I felt like I experienced a lot of different cultures that I've uh, grown uh, grown to love. Um, you know, and I'm just thankful that my dad had such a career where I was able to experience all that. And then uh, when I moved back to Serbia, I was probably what I think like 2008, and so until 2008, until like 2017, I was in Serbia. Um, you know, and I was. It, it felt weird the first few years, you know, I never felt like uh, I was back home because I didn't really have a place to call home. You know, I was always kind of like an outcast, I would say, you know, yeah. certain people kind of made fun of me because of my accent and whatnot. Um, and, and then just kind of throughout the years, it just became natural, I would say. Okay. Tell us about your, a little bit about your relationship with your dad. And, you know, he played, I believe it was six, about 16 years of professional basketball. That's a lengthy career Mm -hmm. uh, for anybody to play pro ball. So he obviously was doing some things right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell us about how your dad influenced you uh, to to become a basketball player and a little bit about your relationship with him. You know, I I feel like it's a real kind of like tough love situation with him, you know, and when I have a good game, uh, when everyone else is kind of like praising me and whatnot, he's always going to be the one to bring me down to earth. He's always yeah. going to be the one, Hey, in this situation, at this exact moment, you messed up like next time you got to do this or that. Um, so he's always very critical of me, you know, but also when, when I do well, he'll also tell me I had a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really admire that because, you know, with his experience, like you said, of however long he played pro basketball, like I have no other, I have no better person to learn from. Yeah. Um, so it's always been very useful to my game. But he also, he's kind of like hands off when it comes to training. Um, you know, he never forced me as a kid to pick up a basketball. He said, we play whatever sport you want. I'm not going to force you to play basketball. You're going to have to fall in love with the game by yourself um you know and that's the way it came to be i played many sports growing up soccer uh karate i did golf i did the uh, swimming you know and then i just kind of find my found my way back to basketball i guess okay 
with with the special specialization of sports now um you know how how important do you feel like it is to be well-rounded like you were to do karate to do other sports um or do you feel like it, it, it's the, the a right decision to focus on one sport if you have the love for it um i mean i feel like every kid is kind of different but i do think that not specializing in one sport definitely has its own advantages for example i feel like i have good footwork in in the post. And I think that a lot of that comes from soccer um, growing up, you know, playing a lot of soccer in Serbia. I mean, Serbia is known for their basketball, but a lot of kids play soccer out in the streets. Um, you know, so I felt like that, I mean, there's countless like, NBA players. I could think Hakeem Olajuwon and even Joel Embiid uh, played soccer growing up and that's why their footwork is very good in the post. So I think that a lot of kids that, uh, have come from different sports backgrounds, uh, can hone in on different skills when, when they start to specialize in one sport. That's one thing I've never been able to understand. The, I think the greatest big man move in the history of basketball is the Keem Olajuwon fadeaway. And nobody does it. Like, nobody has tried to replicate that. Like, that was the most smooth, unstoppable Move, the move there was if anyone tried to get up and get on it he just fake and go up and under and beat him that way yeah. so it was it, it was a crazy move that guy was unbelievably talented just so smooth on yeah. the post um wanted to talk to you about your experience at north dakota in the summit league um what was that transition like from playing ball in the summit league which we were very successful hawkeye fans were really excited to hear you were coming to iowa um obviously today's social media when word came out that uh fran and the staff was coming after you and trying to recruit you we were very hopeful and really excited to get you in um definitely with you know luca leaving we needed uh had a big void there um what has that trans transition been like playing in a great league? The Summit League is a very strong basketball league. Uh, and then going to the Big Ten. Um, I mean, I feel like I still haven't fully transitioned yet. And I know a lot of fans will be like, well, how long does it take for a player to, to transition? You know, uh, and it's different for different people. Um, you know, I feel like I've some games I'd adjust to the physicality, some games where I feel like I could have been a, 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 or I could have been a little bit more physical and whatnot. Um, so it's still a learning curve to say from the summit league, you know, in the summit league, usually every night I would either be one of the tallest players on the court, or one of the heaviest and here I'm, I'm not. Um, so still learning how to play with, you know, the strength and physicality of the big 10 and also the speed. I feel like we're a basketball team here, uh, at Iowa that loves to run in transition. We're very fast paced. We love to pitch it out, then throw it in and then all sorts of stuff, you know, and coming from North Dakota, we really didn't do that. Our, our game plan was kind of like uh, no turnovers. If we have an opportunity to run, we'll run. <clears throat> but other than that, we want to run our, run our motion, run our sets, uh, throw it into me, kick it out and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm still adjusting to this uh, transition to the big 10 basketball and uh, say it's going okay so far. Yeah. We think it's going pretty well, Philip. You're doing great. Um, we really want to know too what that what's that transition been like with your teammates, with the guys on the team? How welcoming were they of you? How have you been able to bond with them? Uh, how, how's that process been for you? No, they've been very welcoming. You know, ever since I came in, I felt like um, I had a kind of a tough summer with my illness and whatnot. I was sick over the summer for I don't know how many, like two weeks, uh, non-COVID issue but it really took a toll on my body and all the work I put in during the summer 
you know, and then uh, they were just very supportive of me, you know, even when I'd like miss a layup in practice or something, you know, they'd always tell me to keep my head high. And uh, and it was just something that I really come to appreciate even to, to this day. Um, so I feel like, you know, I love my teammates, even in the short period of time that I've, I've come to know them. All right, Philip. we really want to know, other than your dad, clearly, who's been some of your influences growing up as a kid? Like, I was a big Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki fan. That really got me wanting to get the ball in my hand. Those two guys playing together, especially for the Mavericks. Uh, I loved that. Who were some of the guys that inspired you to get a ball in your hand and get out and, and get playing? Uh, well, like you said, Dirk Nowitzki was one of them. Uh, yeah, I love him. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Something just about him, his shot and being like a bigger guy. Because I knew as a kid I was going to be taller. Uh, I was taller than all the other kids. But, you know, just being able to shoot, um, uh, it, it was something different at the time. And then uh, I'd say, you know, this is kind of like cliche or whatnot, but Kobe Bryant, you know, I still okay. have this memory to this day where, you know, my dad, when he played for the Clippers and uh, they had the game and then I, I got to meet Kobe Bryant when I was a kid and that just memory just like is still stuck in my head you know when my dad called me over to meet him um and so that's another guy that I always kind of looked up uh looked up to and kind of forced me to uh, pick up a basketball because I wanted to be like him I think those are two two great choices <laughs> I think every competitor looks up to Kobe because the guy was just relentless like yeah. he was a he was a killer on the court like he just went after people yeah. it was it was awesome all right so we want to get to know a little bit more about Philip the guy okay <laughs> so pull us in we're back we're we're let's say you know we're in Serbia okay <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna go out okay. So myself and one of our other cohorts here, Jerry, um, who's doing production for us today, uh, we come by to Serbia to visit you, and you're going to take us out. You're going to show us a good time, okay? What type of music are we going to be listening to, and what are we going to be doing for fun? <laughs> I mean, Serbia is pretty well known for its nightlife. Um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I am I am a, of age, uh, so there's no worry, <laughs> worries about that. Uh, but even when I was 18 and, and older, I would go out to nightclubs and whatnot. And uh, usually I don't like Serbian music. I know um, I, I probably different. haven't grown up. Yeah, it's different. You know, some of my Serbian friends really love it. Uh, but usually when I go out uh, to these nightclubs, it's kind of like commercial house music, I guess. So it's okay. like, uh, you know, kind of like what's popular hip hop rap songs, but also mixed with house remixes and whatnot. So, okay. you know, it, it's a cool atmosphere going out and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, that's probably, the I would say, one of the coolest things to go do in Serbia is just the nightlife okay. over there. So if we were to steal your cell phone and look at your playlist, what would be the top two or three songs Hawkeye fans would see that you've been listening to, Philip? Wow. Oh, I don't I don't listen to that type of music on my phone or just any type. Like any type, type. I like what you listen to rap music and my probably my favorite artist is uh NBA Youngboy and Gunna. So okay. those are the guys I I listen to a lot. Um yeah, so that's probably the two artists you okay. see pop up on my on my phone if you stole it from me. <laughs> I am an old man and I have not heard of either one of those. So <laughs> I'm going to have to have to check into that. Um, so you talked a little bit about, you know, being in North Dakota and transitioning to Iowa City. What's it been like your interactions with the fans? Hawkeye Nation across the country is really known for being very passionate about their Hawkeye sports. What have your interactions been like with Hawkeye fans? How, how well have they embraced you? 
Uh, you know, they are very passionate. Um, uh, and sometimes this can be a very good thing. Sometimes it can be, you know, very, very critical. Sure. Uh, but, you know, that's that's kind of how all fans, you know, I feel like are supposed to be. Um, you know, you have both edges of the spectrum. And growing up in Serbia, you know, there's, uh, I don't know if you heard of Serbian fans, especially soccer and basketball fans, you know, they are they are crazy to say you know yeah. so um you know this is this is no different you know i love the overwhelming support i got when i decided to come here and there's to this day i still get messages on my phone you know if i have a good game if i have a, a bad game you know keep your head up you're doing well you're doing this and that you know and yeah. you know i don't respond to all of these messages but you know sometimes reading them is just very nice and helpful for a guy that's just still trying to adjust to this uh, to this game and to this team we always got to tell ourselves, Philip, that if we get in, if there's, you see the negative messages, it's still coming from a place of love. They, <laughs> they love the team, they love the program, and they just, you know, they sometimes those fans, and you know, I'm, pro I'm probably guilty of it myself. They take the losses as hard as you guys do. I think a lot of times. So. No, I, I definitely understand. You guys, we believe with you. I mean, you get. I mean, most of the fans are a lot older than me and they probably have been Hawkeye supporters for as long as I've been alive. So I kind of understand, yeah. you know, that you guys take this just as seriously as I do. So I, there's no, there's no, I mean, it's just all love, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, getting to know a little bit more about you as a person, um, a traditional Serbian meal. And I don't think a lot of us really know what that would be. If we were to sit down and there's a plate, a very traditional meal, walk us through what that would be. Uh, well, us Serbians are very uh, meat heavy uh, uh, people. Okay. So I guess a lot of Americans would love that, you know, uh, bunch of uh beef pork chicken or whatnot so every meal kind of has to have one of one of the three main proteins to say um then potatoes uh usually we don't usually do fried fries or stuff like that we usually do uh kind of like sliced up and then like baked potatoes i guess okay um or mashed potatoes whatever like that so i would say that's kind of like a meat uh then potatoes are usually one of them uh kind of like what we have to have and then like a salad of choice and usually our uh yeah so how do i explain this uh <laughs> um you're doing great yeah usually just some type of salad i guess okay okay um adjusting to the big 10 now whether it be at iowa in practice or out on the court so far who is maybe one or two guys that you've gone gone against in a game or maybe even in practice that you've been like wow like this guy's a beast like this guy is a tough player i mean starting with my own teammate keegan murray um, yeah you know that guy is just phenomenal um and i, I feel like he's just improved so much even throughout the course of this year and throughout this summer when I got here, you know, I, uh, you know, Keegan, of course, he had great stats during practice, but it was nothing like, you know, jaw dropping. And then throughout yeah. every practice, he continued to improve and gain that confidence. Uh, and like we all saw saw that in him, that he was gaining confidence and whatnot. And then now he's just like showing the world that, you know, this is who Keegan Murray is. So this is one guy that I um, that I really, you know, respect as a teammate and really appreciate how how like how many steps he's taken even in this short period of time. Um, but let's say another 
in the Big Ten, who would I say? Um, you know, against the guys I went up against, I would say if I, either Travion or Kofi. Um, Tell me about Kofi Coburn, man. Like that guy is an like he's a beast. That guy is he is strong. He is big. What's it like going up against him? Uh, I mean, it, it's interesting to say. You have to approach it with a different uh, mindset. You know that you can't play. You have to play more with, uh, up here than physically because I'm not going to outmatch him physically. So I, I got to be in positions where I can make it tough for him to, you know, shoot over me and whatnot. So I guess uh, I guess against our game in at our game at home, um, I did. I think I did a very good job in his first like seven shots. I think he was like for one for seven in his first seven uh, field goal attempts, where I was just making him try to shoot his hook shot over me, um, and then he went for five for five after that. Uh, yeah, you know, it's very tough to guard because I always have to be in the right position. Um, and he's just very physical. So you just got to do your best to hold your ground at times. All right. Philip, we just want to thank you for your time. It's been a blast talking to you. I know Hawkeye fans have really wanted to get to know you a little bit better. Um, we've got to see you play on the court. Now today we got to learn more about you as a person. Uh, you got to get ready to go to practice. So last thing we ever want to do is get you in trouble and impede the progress of Iowa basketball team that we love. So good luck the rest of the way, Philip. Have a great rest of the season and uh, give your teammates our best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks, Philip. Go Hawks.